Hello and welcome again to Colin on Cars and our topics for this edition are based around life's two great certainties, death and taxes. South African motorists get a sledgehammer blow next month with the price of petrol expected to rocket upwards by 90 cents a litre and 66 cents a litre for diesel, with these increases coming on the back of hefty spikes in the price in the preceding couple of months. It's not only the price of oil to blame for this, though. Yet again, the motorist is perceived by government as a never-ending source of income, and we'll see an additional 26 cents a litre going to the general fuel and road accident fund levies, plus one cent added to the carbon tax levy. This means the price hike will be 1.16 for petrol and 92 cents for diesel, and these increases will exacerbate the already dire financial positions of millions of South Africans, according to the Automobile Association. The association says steepening climbs in international petroleum prices are being worsed by a dipping rand US dollar exchange rate, painting a grim picture for local fuel prices. All four of South Africa's oil refineries, with a total capacity of more than 500,000 barrels a day, have had accidents or are under review so the country has to rely on fully imported fuel. The AA says the forecasted increases are worrying and could have a severe impact on an economy already reeling from a number of negative factors, including corruption, overspending on the civil service, and the largest contraction in a century. With the expected increases factored in, a litre of 95 unleaded Inland price currently at 16 Rand 32 will now go to 17 Rand 48 a litre, of which 6 Rand 10 will be taxed through the uh, General Fuel and Road Accident Fund. This means that at least 35% of the cost of a litre of this petrol will be taxed. The price of diesel will increase to 15 Rand and 4 cents, of which 5 Rand 96 will be taxed, or at least 40% of the total cost. The AA says the government can no longer ignore the knock-on effects of severe fuel price rises, but that's something that's likely to fall on very, very deaf ears. Then, a couple of days ago, I wrote an article for my website, colinoncars.com, based on recent statistics provided by Australia's National Motor Vehicle Theft Reduction Council that showed South Africa has one of the lowest rates of vehicle theft in the world. Based on statistics aggregated by the organisation from in-country police and crime reports at a figure of 109, South Africa has one of the lowest rates of vehicle theft per 100,000 population. New Zealand is at the top with a high current theft rate of 636 per 100,000. And wow, did that ever provoke an angry response, especially from Kiwis who were quick to point out there are only 5 million or so of them compared to 60 million South Africans. Since about 70% of those South Africans do not own a car, the figures are skewed and the survey should have compared theft against registered vehicle population. But as they say in the classics, there are lies, damned lies, and statistics. So, at the risk of raising hackles once again, let's look at some numbers from the US-based driver's ed company Zutobi, 
and explore in which parts of the world you are most likely to be involved in a car accident. To answer this question, Sutobi analyzed countries around the world on factors such as the number of deaths on the roads, maximum speed limits, and the number of people who wear a seatbelt to reveal the world's safest countries to drive in. Research shows South Africa ranks first in the world's unsafest countries to drive in with a combined safety score of only 3,23 out of 10. And yes, again, it measures against total population numbers. It has the second highest number of road accident deaths with 25,9 per 100,000 people. A very high ratio of which some 57.5% involved alcohol. Thailand ranked second, reporting the highest number of deaths on the road, with 32,7 deaths per 100,000. As well as often chaotic streets with poorly maintained roads, Thailand has a maximum speed limit of 120 kilometers an hour on motorways and a relatively lenient drink-drive limit of 0.05 grams. Maybe something of a surprise though, but the USA came out as the third most dangerous of the countries. The US has the most lenient drink-drive policy with drivers permitted up to 0.08 grams of alcohol and speed limits of up to 137 kilometers an hour on some highways. Uh, Behind the United States came India, then Argentina, Bosnia, Malaysia, Croatia, North Macedonia, and then China. Norway came out as the safest country to drive in, with just 2,7 fatalities per 100,000 people, and also showed up as one of the highest levels of people wearing seatbelts at 95,2%. Taking second place was Japan, and 98% choose to wear a seatbelt. The country also has a low death toll of just 4,1 road deaths per 100,000. Quite impressive, considering the very, very busy roads over there. Sweden was third at 2.8 deaths per 100,000, and they were followed by Estonia and Iceland. Make of it what you will, but the full report on the Zootobi.com website does make for some interesting and even thought-provoking reading. Have a great week and stay safe out there. Cheers. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.